Hello and welcome back to another episode of Simian Stories. I'm your host, Claire Oldham-West. I hope you're enjoying the nice warm weather. It's so warm outside. It's just, you know, it really is beautiful. I think it's about 20, is it 25, 27 degrees in the UK on an unusual, unusual warm, sunny, sunny day. And it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. And yeah, so today's episode is, it took me so it took me so long to actually think, am I going to publish this episode today? I just feel tested every which way at the moment. And it was a case of, do I go radio silent? Don't really want to do that. I've never, I've never put a pause on the podcast right since, you know, publishing this back in, what was it, September 2019. And I just, although I feel that I've got every reason that I could, I just didn't want to I didn't want to do that. And also it was that case of, you know, whenever I speak on on the podcast, whenever I show up on on social media, I always talk about being like honest and open and I guess congruent to what comes out of your mouth with what you show up on social media with your posts and and all of those things. I, I felt like a bit of a hypocrite for me not to not to, I guess, show up and touch base with you about what I'm about to explain because I just didn't want to kind of hide behind it. You know, I've spoken before about mental health throughout, you know, most conversations and with the guests, we talk about that. We talk about dealing with, you know, life events that that come up and, you know, I'm no different. Uh, I've got a background in therapy and I'm I'm no different. And if if you're, I guess, following anybody that claims to be or singing or dancing, never having a bad day, you know those accounts, don't you? You know the ones where maybe they've got they've got kids, and anybody that's been around kids, the ones that you know, the toddlers are into everything. You know, food goes everywhere, doesn't it? Apart from where it needs to go in the mouth. And then you'll see accounts on social media where you've got these like pristine children in white suits and stuff, and you know that's not a normal day in the household of a toddler. You know that, but you know these accounts look fantastic, don't they? And I guess that's where I'm going with being so vulnerable and honest on on this episode because I just wanted to I wanted to be that podcast I don't want to be that person that tries to I guess hide behind difficult situations that, that come up from time to time in life like things do and I didn't have the time to edit a full podcast so I thought I'd just I'd just record this and you'll understand the the connection between weight loss as, as I taught you through as I taught you through everything so I've just had a crazy, crazy couple of weeks. I knew that June was going to be a really busy month because this is this is a month of my business launch. The irony is just, yeah, it's it's really there. My dad had a fall about three weeks ago. My dad's got like dementia, psychosis, depression. My mum's a full-time carer. He had a fall. Grazed his arms like really badly, really badly. So I've been taking him back and forth to doctors, getting his arm dressed and things like that. Uh, my cat died was that about two weeks ago amidst the time that I've got this business launch and also I was revising for my exam for my hypnotherapy studies that I've been really you know really excited to get into it's been something that I've I've wanted to do for a long time but never thought that I would have the opportunity to do it because I just thought you know the courses that I wanted to do were all in London and because of lockdown, I was able to do one online and it's just been an absolute joy, just an absolute eye-opener. So I was really, 
into studying that, all of it, you know, <laughs> my cat dying and then my dad having this fall. And because I'm dyslexic, it wasn't a case of, right, I need to get this time to, f- to focus on study. I was literally studying for like 12 hours a day and not just writing things down. I'd do like audio recordings as well to make sure that it was all going in and staying in. And the good news is that I actually passed my exam. So I've been having practice clients for a long time. But the theory part, the, the part that I was really, you know, worried about, like anybody does when they set exams, the, the, the really stressful part for me was the, the theory. And I passed it and I was so excited. And I phoned my mum up. I'm like, mum, I've passed the exam. You know, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to pass it, but I've actually passed it. And she was excited for me. And I was like, so is, is everything all right? And she's like, well, oh, well, I'm, I'm OK. I said, you OK? I said, sure, you're OK. Is everything all right? She goes, oh, well... It's nothing really, because only I've been I've been getting these tingling sensations in in my left hand and, and my arm. I says right. So basically, she she told me how four weeks ago she started to experience these tingling sensations in her fingers, in her hand, going up her arm, not lasting for too long. But this has been happening on and off for like the last four weeks. And then she said that. The day that I phoned her, so this was on like Monday of last week, that she'd gone to get the washing in. And um, she came back, sat next to my dad on the sofa. And she says that the numbing sensation went up her arm into the whole of her arm. She says her arm was like rubber. She could, it, it just went to rubber. And I'm I'm kind of like <laughs> trying to take it all in. I says, mum, I says, I think you've had a mini stroke. I says, everything that you described to me, it sounds like you've had a mini stroke and she wasn't going to tell me because of my excitement of of explaining that I'd I'd passed my my course I was like you wasn't going to tell me I was like really she goes oh the thing is is I'm sure it's just uh just because I've had the covid jab and this is what people are talking about on the news that they they get these these changes since I've had the jab I'm like mum you had your jab two months ago (laughs) you had your jab two months ago it's it's not the covid not the COVID jab when you've had, I think you've had a mini stroke. But because my mum's a sole care of my dad, who obviously has got these complex needs, she would not go to the hospital. She would not go, couldn't get her to go. And then the day after, my dad was due to have his, his dressings nursed at, at the local doctor's. And she says, I'll go after your dad's been seen. So I'm like, mum, you need to go, you need to go. So luckily she did speak to a doctor and they, they said, you need to go to hospital. It sounds like you've had a mini stroke and that that's exactly what had happened. And yeah, it, I was kind of um, tra- trying to process it. And just the fact that she, you know, she wasn't going to tell me. And that was a bit of a shock. I said to her, why didn't you tell me? You know, as soon as you notice a numbness in your arms, this is the first sign of a stroke. You know, you should have said something to me. So this is a conversation I had with her on Monday the 7th of June and obviously went to the, the A&E on the following day on the on the 8th. And it occurred to me, you know, I was saying about, you know, you should. You should have told me on the first signs that you knew something was wrong. This is what you should have done. And I think it's been a bit of a, a bit of a wake up call because obviously trying to figure out what's happened to my mum and, I've not really known of anybody that's had, you know, a stroke and or a mini stroke and understanding, you know, what causes this. You know, my mum was under a lot of stress. 
she hardly sleeps as well. And these are two of the main factors that can contribute to having a mini stroke. But also, if you know, if you're obese, if you if you've got an healthy diet, if you if you eating food that's fried, and yeah, so it's it's been it's been a bit of a shock to the system. And I thought, do I stop? Do I stop what I'm doing? And I think I've I've been able to process things a little bit as the day's gone on. You know, my mum's fine at the moment. She's all all fine and well. We're taken to the hospital tomorrow. This isn't the worst part of the story. The worst part in all of this is that I was having a conversation with my mum, trying to reason with her why she hadn't heeded the warning signs. You know, she'd experienced this. I think this was like the fourth, either the fourth or the fifth time that she'd had these sensations at the point that the whole arm went numb. And I think it lasted about 20 minutes. This was like the fourth time she'd experienced that, or the fourth or fifth time. So the warning signs were there. You know, the warning signs were there. But I also knew about the warning signs, you know, the creaking knees, aching joints. Recently, I've really struggled with having a bloated belly, and that's due due to sugar. Um, A slight wheeze in my breath. You might even notice that from the podcast. I'm doing them quite a while now, if you look at the, the earlier ones. And yet the momentum, I didn't felt strong enough to take action in in losing weight. And and what had actually been happening in terms of my weight loss journey is that over lockdown, I, I was on Zoom, obviously doing Slimming World and things like that. And I thought, you know, I knew it was going to motivate me. And I actually went over to Amy Louise, you know, the lady that I, I republished the other week, because she's such a... I don't know, she's such a motivational speaker, I feel. She's, you know, she's really gifted. I think she's a great Slim World consultant. I thought I'd go over onto Zoom. But I recognise that for me, it wasn't about education. It wasn't that I didn't know the plan or how to even even work the plan to my benefit. It wasn't any of that. At the point that I went over, I felt kind of out of control with my food. It just felt the you know that full stop had had just gone it really had just gone and in December I received some hypnotherapy and since then I've not been I've not had a full on binge but also I've not taken any action to really look at controlling my weight but I haven't been so it's, it's almost I'm, I'm kind of in that safety bubble of thinking oh you know I've done really well and I know I've done really well not to not to have binged I know I've done really well um to control my food but I've, I've still not taken any action into into making you know the number on the scales drop or to to make some positive change about my weight you know I've started to do running again and that's going really well and I'm really positive about that too so I feel that it's almost that I've been in this I guess a bubble I've kind of glossed over it a little bit and in the business too I think I've just I've glossed over it but you know numbing out on food to cope with with lots of things especially you know my mum having a mini stroke <laughs> is as you know it's as warped and twisted as it gets and that that fear of could this trigger me to start start eating start binge eating again I mean that that is just a mess isn't it I the thought of doing that, it's scary, but I've not done it. I've not had a binge. 
and I'm holding on to that and I feel I feel good that I've not gone down that way. But you know, the fact of the matter is I am I'm obese and there's lots of risks. We all know that list, don't we? We don't have to go down that, that route. We all know the risks of being overweight. For anybody that, that is obese, we, we know the risks. So I've had the warning signs that my body wasn't happy. You know, my body was telling me. And I literally, I knew the warning signs. Um, knowing what I had in the past compared to what I have now. It's almost just too much to take in, knowing that I used to be a size 12 and then thinking I'm struggling to get into a size 18. Um, looking at my bloated reflection and just hearing, you know, my inner dialogue when I do when I do try on some clothes, it doesn't fit. In general, I'm quite, you know, positive about the way I look. But there are those times that things don't fit and I do feel, I do feel, the, you know, I should be doing something about it. So that should is there, isn't it? Just like I said to my mum, you should have heard the the warning signs and I know I need to change and I know this can't continue. And then I thought, you know, what is it going to take to change? And this is why I thought I'd just release a podcast just to record an episode while I'm in the storm, just to make it more relatable. I mean, when we when when I do interview guests, we're, a lot of the time we're talking about what's happened in the past when things have have been difficult so it it's quite a vulnerable episode for me to do this because I feel like I'm in the thick of it and I think it's because I think the problem for me is because I was always focusing on the problem focusing on you know taking like before photos and then looking at those and thinking oh my goodness what have I done to my body I was so like absorbed in the problem and I didn't realise that there was a solution based answer. So it's like, if you can imagine, you know, we're in the summer, aren't we? Summer sun, you go outside, you go to the country, go for a walk, whether it's in the forest, wherever you go for walking. And you're admiring the view and then you stumble and you trip over. And you find yourself in pain with a broken arm, you know, you've fallen over, you've landed funny and you've broke your arm and you sat there on the ground with this broken arm. Like the practical measure, the practical thing to do would be, oh my goodness, it's broke, I'm in pain, and flag down, flag down somebody just to get some help with this pain that you're in and, and you know, to get you, your arm sorted, maybe, you know, make a, a makeshift sling, um, take yourself to hospital just to get some expert attention and so imagine that same scenario but instead of seeking the help and getting the attention to really fix a problem that you just stayed on the floor and you sat feeling that pain but not actually doing anything about it you know no makeshift sling no attention from the doctors or nurses because your mind was actually focused on the practical solution it was just wrapped up in the thoughts wrapped up in oh my god I've done this stupid thing I've landed funny now I've broken my arm I can't go to work I'm in pain you know your mind was just stuck in the pain of the problem and even though this makes no sense at all to do that to sit in the pain to continue to sit on the floor the pain to grow because you're not getting any treatment it's almost like in that moment, it's like the, the solution's totally out of sight. 
it's totally out of sight because you're just wrapped up in the thoughts about that pain, about your pain, about your discomfort, rather than looking for the practical solution. And this is a, just a metaphor that I just thought I'd run by you to see if, if any of this, I guess, sounds familiar. And this is where I've been with my food for many years. You know, it's great to, to give support to people around weight loss. And it's great to, to know that I've not had a binge for six months. And, you know, that for anybody that has struggled with binge eating, I feel, I feel like it's been a massive weight lifted. But the fact of the matter is that just for some, some temporary discomfort compared to, a, you know, a lifetime of pain, there's no gamble there, is it? And let's face it, to put a broken arm in a sling, it's not going to be, it's not going to be comfortable. And just like with weight loss, there's going to be pain and discomfort, but only in the short term. And those pains and discomfort, it might be that you're having to change habits. It might be that you're having to change your fitness up. There could be things that you're having to try out to do things differently. But it's just a short term thing compared to a whole lifetime of being and an overweight body for me being an overweight woman with an obese body. And for my mum, you know, this is like a moment in her life. My mum's always been a really healthy weight. Um, she's always kept fit and active. She's been really responsible over her eating and all of those things. And yeah, so this is a deep episode, isn't it? It's really, I, don't, I know it's deep. And I feel that my relationship with food is the one thing that I will get on top of. I will, I will beat this, you know, and I'm just not going to take it anymore. I'm not going to sit back and have my family worry over me because of something that I've chosen to push aside, something I've chosen to push down and, and laugh off. I think sometimes it's just a case of gritting our teeth, rising up with the broken arm in the sling and it's feeling uncomfortable and, and taking those steps forward in the way they need to be taken. Just free of shame, free of guilt, um, free of any judgment from anybody else and just keep stepping forward. And, you know, the rest is history. So I did it. I've spoken to my mastermind group, should I do the podcast, should I not do the podcast? You know, should I go on a, a social media break? What should I do? What should I do? So that's where I'm at today. But, you know, things can change in an instant, can't they? Things can change in an instant. And we have to keep showing up for ourselves. We have to keep showing up for ourselves. Regardless of the chaos, you know, regardless of the chaos... There's moments that we can take out of that, of calm. There's always calm beneath the chaos somewhere. But in that moment, it feels like it feels like it, it, it's out of reach. So tomorrow I'm sitting with my dad while my husband takes me to the hospital and back. I'm feeling a bit better actually than I was yesterday. Um, definitely than I was on Friday. And I'm just, yeah, I'm just taking steps forward, taking each day as it comes, being there for my mum and just supporting her the best way that I can. 
and just keep reminding her that, you know, mum, this is a warning sign. This is a warning sign. And as I'm hearing that in my own mind, I know that I need to, yeah, it's not just a warning sign from mum. I also need to, to heed that advice and take it and really take it, you know. There's so, there's so many complications that come with weight gain. There is. And I'm no doctor. But there is, you know. And we laugh it off, don't we? We laugh it off. We buy the next size up. But where does the, you know, responsibility come in? And, you know, bless her, I've got some lovely friends and somebody that I've been doing the couch to 5K with, I was like, oh, I just can't do, I just can't do the run. Like normally when we have bad days, we'll, like, we'll push each other through and we'll we'll show up for one another and we'll, you know, we'll encourage each other and we'll get the thing done. But I was like, I literally, I felt like I was on the floor. I wanted to move the energy. I thought I want to do something. So we met for a walk. So we normally start running about half past six. So I met up for a walk and it was lovely. Put the world to rights. And they're the little things, they're the little steps that you can take when you feel you're feeling a bit rubbish, when you're feeling a bit down. Because things always change, you know. Like I say, two days ago, I felt horrendous. And now I'm feeling a bit more settled. So... We've got the week ahead. I hope this has really touched home to anybody that is wanting to start back on their journey and just get the thing done. Just get the thing done. So whoever's listened to this to the very end, I just want to say that, you know, temporary discomfort, if you even want to call it that, for a lifetime of comfort. It's nothing, is it? It really is nothing. It's nothing. And there's so much flexibility in losing weight. There's so many, you know, great meals that you can eat that don't even look like diet food. However you want to, you know, however you want to receive your calorie deficit, there is great food out there. And, you know, Simon World is a great plan to be on and Weight Watchers if you if you struggle to put your meals together and you know there's the support out there isn't there it's all for us everything is is there for us the solutions literally at our fingertips it's the solutions are there but we've got to want it we've got to see that these things on offer to help are there for our best interest to help us with some changes that are going to feel weird and different and new. But for a lifetime of comfort, what, you know, what is the gamble? There's no gamble, is there? There really is no gamble. And sometimes it takes things like this just to give us a a bit of a shake, um, just to spin us around a bit and then sit down a bit dazed thinking what the hell happened, just to put things into perspective. You know, we talk about weight loss, we talk about losing pounds, we talk about losing inches. But at the end of the day, it's about our health. It's about being mentally resilient and having a healthy body that doesn't cause us to have pains when we walk. When we can actually lose the weight and be pain free. It's a no brainer, isn't it? It really, really is. And if you're of the spiritual persuasion and if you like to pray, then, you know, send one, send one up to my mum 
And if you're of the spiritual persuasion, then feel free to send a prayer up for my mum. My mum's Irene. Irene Oldham. We could have another challenging week. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, it's been a testing one. But I'm going to make sure that I learn from this experience. I just think there's learnings in every every experience and just to keep pushing forward, just to keep moving forward and not to stay stuck. Because as soon as you get into that pity party, you know, it's a free-for-all, isn't it? And I'm really not prepared to do that. I'm just not prepared to do that. I need to keep my energy up, be there for my mum. And, you know, my mum's a real badass, to be fair. She's a strong woman and she spent years doing everything for everyone but herself. So this is the time that I need to step up and, and pay it back because she's, she's an amazing lady. And next week could be totally different. It could be totally different and I'm not even going to think about any negative outcome. I'm just going to go with the week and, and show up for my mum. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Simming Stories. You take care.